0: Is Pastor Chadwick King. I hope you enjoy the ministry of God's Holy Word today provided by the Promise Center Media Ministry. Please share this lesson or sermon with your friends and family. And may the Lord bless you. Well, let's talk about Jesus for a little bit, if that's all right. I mean, after all, He is the reason for traffic jams this holiday season. He is the reason for packed out malls, packed restaurants, right? He's the reason why some of us are going to be paying a, an extensive bill for the next six months in the new year. It's amazing that one man in Scripture, a historical character in, in history, in human history, never once did he ever write anything. Archaeology can never find any type of science, can never find any, any type of template or artifact left behind by, the, by this man in Scripture, but in history. But yet, there is no other character in human history. Who more poets, authors, tax collectors, fishermen, doctors, men and women from different societies, different caste systems. There's not one man in scripture, one man in history that has ever been written about as many times as this man named Jesus. That's an amazing thing. That's an amazing accomplishment. More songs? No No other man has ever captured more thoughts of the imagination, more inspirational moments in deep meditation than this man named Jesus. So let me ask you a question. Is there anyone in here that knows this Jesus? Okay, I'm glad you answered that. Let's talk about that for the next 10 minutes, if you allow me to. In the biblical progression, we oftentimes find passages in in the scriptures where we're The scriptures reveal bits and pieces of God's nature and his character. And oftentimes you'll find statements captured in parentheses or in in open quotations and closing quotations. For instance, like in the book of Genesis, when humanity has fallen into sin, you have God saying, Adam, where are you? There we have open quotations and closing quotations, a statement revealing that God is this Personal, intimate God, despite the situations that we may find ourselves in. Amen. Calling humanity by name. He says, Adam. In the book of Joshua, you find God revealing a statement to Joshua saying, Joshua, fear not. Open quotations. He says, don't be afraid. He says, I'm with you. Have not I commanded you to be not discouraged or dismayed? And then you have a, clo- a closing quotation. You have sentences, fragments, statements of this God that seems to be off in a distance revealing bits and pieces of who he is to humanity. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever wondered about someone in life that sparked your interest? How many in here have ever fallen in love? Miss your hand. Any lovebirds out there? What? Let, let me kind of explain to you how it might have happened, okay? You saw somebody, and they caught your eye, and you caught each other's eye, and you just both, like, gave that double take, you know? Like, hey, you know? And then what you did is you wanted to know everything about this person. So you engaged in a pursuit, a rapid, consistent, disciplined pursuit to win this person over. Amen? Amen? And for some of us, you're, you're married. Some of us, you have a family. Some of us, you you understand what it is to love willingly and risk everything and be successful at it. In a relationship, there's promises made. How many of you ever had a promise given to you? They said, I'll never, I'll, I will never break your heart or I'll never leave you, no matter what. I see some of you looking at me like, yeah, right long oh, out. Yeah, right. Well, we have these statements made, and it's all under the influence of something called love. You know, I was reading something somewhere, and they said, love and knowledge is the same thing. You can't have one without the other. Knowledge is simply the skin that covers love. That's what it is. And when love grows, it expands knowledge because you know more about the person. That's what this is about. This is about An ultimate statement captured in quotations, given to humanity. It was a promise that would never be severed. It was a promise that would never be crushed, broken, that would not wither away through time and be depreciated, lose its value. It was an ultimate statement captured, not just in ascendance, but in one word. The book of John says, in the beginning was the word. Here we go. A word given. A statement given to humanity. And the word was with God. And the word was God. This name was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Everybody familiar with that that scripture? Here we have a word given. And if you keep reading down the line, you'll see that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. You see, friend, in the life of Jesus, there was a statement given to humanity but not in some some complicated, you know, contract where you have to just kind of read the fine print because if not, you're stuck with this high interest rate, you know, but it was, everything was exposed and transparent. Many of us, you're going to think that I sound like a broken record, but I'm going to say this. Since the beginning of time, humanity had been trying to connect with God and failed miserably, but then all of a sudden, You read this part of scripture where God reveals his complete nature and character to humanity. Here we have the Hebrew phrase Emmanuel being captured through one child, through one baby born in first century Palestine, through one child born that... that All of the cosmos, the Bible says that the magi, wise men, or or scholars from a distant land saw the stars in the heaven, and astrology even testified of this child, of this person in, uh, in history. Everything seemed to center around this one character. But the thing I want to challenge you about this morning is this, is that the signs were clear. The signs pointed a certain direction to the Magi. The stars were pointing a certain direction to the shepherds. The angel pointed a certain direction, gave certain signs. Now, let me ask you this question. What are the signs telling you right now in your life? What do they say? Could it be possible that everything that's ever happened to you throughout your entire existence up to this point has led you to this place right now? And the greatest decision you'll ever make is the next one. To engage in a conversation with God that is a personal, intimate God that reveals his nature to you despite the situation and circumstances that you might find yourself in. How many of you have ever been just down and out and miserable? But then you just prayed. You didn't probably didn't even know how to pray. I'll tell you the first time I prayed, I prayed like this. I said, um, "Hi, I, I really my name is Jacob, and I really don't know what to say. But if you are who you say, you see, you got to understand something. And I probably got about five more minutes. But you got to understand something. He said, I've been raised in in this thing called church all my life, from birth to twelve years old." So I went through, you know, through the systems, but I never really connected for myself. So I was 18 years old, 12 to 18. I was off off wandering in the abyss somewhere doing only God knows what. And I found myself in an altar and I said, you know, if you are who you say you are, then show me. (laughs) I'm tired of reading it in a book somewhere. I'm tired of hearing it in a song somewhere. I want to know about this for myself. You see, you want to know what was happening to me? I was paralleling and aligning my life to the characters in Scripture like the the shepherds and the magi and different people that came from all around That The signs were pointing to this one spot on planet Earth. Go that way. Find the child in the manger. Now, let me challenge you again by saying this. Maybe the signs could be pointing to God. Everything that's ever happened, every promise that's ever been broken, every statement that's ever proven to be false, every disappointment, every question, even the positive things, even the successes in life, even the accomplishments in life, maybe it's all pointing this one direction and all that's necessary is for you to get up from where you're at and engage in a pursuit for God. Not for religion, not for some lost compromise ideology somewhere, but for some pure truth, for something that's real, for something that's supernatural, for something that's beyond the world I'm in. You want to know why? Because I cannot possibly solve the same problems in my life with the same mind that created it. I need a new mind. I need a new source. I need something that'll that that doesn't run out. I need I need I need I need a well that'll never run out. I need I need a source that always is, is at its same intense level of strength because man I got issues in life and I have problems. I'm just being honest and transparent. Can I get an amen from somebody? I need something that works. I need something that's that's never going to leave me because I want to be honest with you, I might leave it. You know what? I might not feel like it sometimes. But love, true love, is in constant pursuit for who you are despite what you've done, despite who you are, despite your social status. That is what this is all about. The ultimate statement, a promise captured in one word and that word is Jesus. For more information about who we are we invite you to go to thepromisecenter.com God bless you.